Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from January 10th until January 17th. What a week of great energy. Let me just say that right off the bat, that there is support here for really taking control of your life, your energy, what you want to do next, that next level that you're ready for, that is even waiting for you. That's what I'm feeling in the collective right now, that the next level is waiting for you. So let's get there. Let's do that. Let's go into that next level experience. And we'll talk about all of that and more in today's show. So thank you for joining me as always. For those of you who are regular listeners, welcome back. And I hope that there is a message that resonates with you and supports you in your world at this time. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, welcome. I have been practicing and studying astrology for over 30 years. I focus on Western tropical astrology. I believe that all systems of astrology are valid. So I know that some people really resonate with sidereal astrology, or they're more in alignment with Western astrology, whatever is correct for you, that's the way to go. That's what's best for you and trust that. And also know that all systems of astrology can offer us insights and wisdom based on what they bring to the table. So we are moving through Capricorn season and we are approaching the first new moon of 2024 where we will have the sun and moon conjunct at 20 degrees 44 minutes of Capricorn. So we round up to 21 degrees and this new moon will be exact on January 11th at 6.57 a.m. That is Eastern time. And with this first new moon of the year, it is time to really step into more of what you're here to do. This is an activation of soul purpose, soul mission. This is a strengthening of self that allows the energy to beautifully strengthen what you're here to offer into the world. Capricorn is the 10th sign of the zodiac wheel. It is the third and final earth sign, and it does have the accumulation effect of what you've accumulated, not only in the last astrological cycle, but through your years of experience, through your time, energy, and effort, what you've learned along the way. Capricorn can certainly be associated with what we learn through trial and error, where we maybe go down a hard path to see something in a new light or to learn a lesson, to understand the reality of the energy we are bringing into our physical experiences. And I feel like this is going to be a week of really assessing what is correct for you. There's a determination with Capricorn. There's also a dedication. So where you're dedicating your time, energy, and effort into something that is true for you, that strengthens you, that is part of your soul purpose on the planet, that also connects you to how your energy is is being experienced in the collective energy field. And you could have some new insights around that this week. There
there could also be something here that you're feeling strong around, like you're feeling a strength to declare it, to create it, to manifest it. There could also be a new boundary that's coming into your awareness. There could be something coming up for you during the strong Capricorn energies that are revealing to you more of what works for you and what does not work for you based on what you've experienced, what you've been through. So this is part of that accumulation of wisdom and knowledge. Capricorn follows Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is the energy of expanding our experiences, looking at more ways to see something, to work with the world, to work with our energy in the world. That fire restlessness of Sagittarius wants to seek and accumulate knowledge, then we take those experiences and realistically apply them in Capricorn to make better decisions and choices for ourselves. And this is where you could feel too that there's an opening into a better direction, a better choice. You could also have a sense of a renewed clarity around who you are in the world, what you want to put your energy into that matters to you now, maybe at a whole new level of your being. And that's part of this renewal energy of the Capricorn new moon is that there's something coming up here that is meant to take you further than you've gone before. And that's why I'm feeling this up leveling, but it's based on what you've learned. And there's something here where the Capricorn energy has surpassed any naivete, has surpassed immaturity, has moved through enough to understand this is how things work in the world. And I now have the experiences that have shaped and formed me to be in a new alignment with that understanding. And so that's also what I'm feeling is that there are new endeavors here. There's new goals, new directions, new results that you seek, new ways you want to continue perhaps to build your experiences in the real world, but you're doing so with a sense of wise confidence, an understanding of how previous experiences have gotten you to this place. So I'm feeling this too, that, you know, we can circle around in things we didn't do or should have done. There could have been something that you've lost that was really significant and you've had to work with that. You've had to work through that, the disappointment, even the discouragement at times that comes up on our human journeys. But now this is an energy of regrouping, regrouping, bringing things in, pulling things together, understanding, okay, this is what I have to work with going forward. This is what I will work with and I can do it with a renewed understanding of what I want and the direction I want to go. Now we also have Mars in Capricorn right now and that Mars is very strong in Capricorn and Mars is strong in Capricorn because he's a commander. He's in charge. He's leading a project or intention or something bigger than him and he's able to handle it. This is a strong Mars. In fact, as a side note, I actually prefer Mars in Capricorn over Mars in Aries. Yes, Mars is at home in Aries, but sometimes Mars in Aries is too short-sighted, too impulsive, doesn't have a connection to the bigger picture. This Mars in Capricorn does. He moves slower. He's more strategic. He's more aware of what needs to be taken care of, but he will get the job done. So there's a force here, a force of energy 
that wants to move you forward, that wants you to feel that commanding control of what you're here to do at this time. And this Mars in Capricorn receives beautiful support from Jupiter in Taurus at five degrees. This is a trine. So two areas of your chart are in a lovely harmony here where this Jupiter has been hanging out at five degrees of Taurus since December. This Jupiter is now direct. So something has been marinating. Something has been coming up for you. You've been pondering it. You've been realistically assessing it. You've been looking at the finances involved with this new thing. Perhaps what you have to invest, what you have to pay, but also the rewards of it. Perhaps you've been sitting with this plan, this inspiration, this next possible idea, and just waiting for the energy to click. This is the week where the energy could click, where this Mars then gets to five degrees of Capricorn, and that will be exact January 12th, but the energy is connected to the Capricorn new moon on January 11th. So January 11th, January 12th, there's something that's ready to go. And yes, you've been sitting with it, contemplating it, perhaps even feeling stuck, but also understanding it's not the right time. This is the week where you could feel it's time to hit the gas pedal. You're ready to go. There's something that's lining up. It's coming together. There could even be a sense of physical energy that you're feeling that wants you to make moves, that wants you to take something forward. And this is where the energy could sync up quite effortlessly. I also love that Mercury is now direct and Mercury, yes, is still in his shadow. We've had this Mercury which is the decision maker, the communicator, all the ideas that have been turning and tossing around in your head, perhaps feeling very indecisive. And the Mercury energy has been squaring Neptune in Pisces, which has perhaps made it harder to trust, harder to believe that this could happen or that you should choose this or go in this direction. But that Mercury is going to re-enter Capricorn January 13th. And this is where you could have a growing certainty around a decision. So basically, starting with this Capricorn new moon on January 11th, something is kickstarted that you've been sitting in and trusting, that you've maybe felt, again, indecisive around it, not sure if you should do the thing or not, but the energy comes through. And if it's in higher alignment with a long-term endeavor, like if this is a long-term project, a long-term idea, something that you want to continually invest into, this is a good time to say yes. This is a good time for those new business endeavors, those new ideas that you want to get off the ground, that you want to structure properly. This is the time for it. This is the week for it. Now, if you're not ready, if you're like, oh shoot, the energy is here, but I'm not ready. That's okay because just work with what you've got. Just work with what's in front of you and trust where the energy is moving you forward. Trust that there's something here that is showing up and is coming together in the physical. And again, chances are it's not brand new. It's been in your mind. It's been an inspiration. It's been out there, perhaps further out beyond your immediate aura. Now the energy comes in 
to your aura. I see it being either magnetically pulled in or something just arriving, almost like you receive something, you know, in the mail or something tangible shows up and you're like, oh, here it is. And this is where there is certainty and clarity, even a simple yes or an easy yes or wow, of course I'll do that. Yes, definitely. Let's go for it. Let's see what happens. There is clear energy for a takeoff. It's like blue skies, perfect weather for something to launch and get off the ground. And I feel too like you're going to really be feeling this energy if you have planets or points in the earth signs, especially around five degrees. But we can give it an orb of four, five, six, seven degrees of the earth signs. So between four and seven degrees of Taurus, Virgo and Capricorn, there's something you're ready to manifest and make real. And this is going to be the week where the energy shows up. And so this means you could all of a sudden be really busy and you could feel like, wow, everyone's back to work. Things are moving. Things are finally taking off. And it's probably doing so in an even better way or even higher alignment because of what you've waited on, where you were trusting, where you were allowing and not forcing. So there's smooth energy here. And this means that things can happen fast as well. Now, typically the earth signs are not known for moving quickly and that can overwhelm them. They don't want things to move too fast or too soon. But because there's such a smooth energy here, there could be things that just collect, that connect, that come together and sync up with more ease and effortlessness. Now, because it's Capricorn season, it's also important to have the contracts, the terms and conditions, the strategy, the plan all mapped out. It's important to have those boxes checked and to know what that looks like. And this is why contracts are important because contracts lay out the terms for both parties. It makes it clear of what we're doing together or what the payoff will be or what our financial agreement might be. These are all Capricorn areas. And so be very diligent in reviewing contracts, in writing or creating contracts. Be very clear in your expectations. And that's something else to keep in mind with this energy is that, you know, it's really easy for things to flow and move ahead when the going's good right? When the weather's good, when things are easy, when everyone's happy, that's when it's easy to say yes and go forward with a process. But as you've lived enough life, you know that that doesn't last forever. So you've also got to be ready to address some of the real world experiences and situations that come up along the way that involve what happens if this goes south or what happens when we're on different pages? Or what are we going to do to resolve something? And that's really important to look at as well on the front end, to really look at, okay, if something comes up and we disagree, how are we gonna handle this? Let's put that down, let's map that out, what our steps are gonna be. If we're both investing money into something, how are we going to ensure that it's fair if we don't make money? or if this doesn't play out how we're planning. You know, it's those kind of difficult scenarios that are equally important to look at, especially in Capricorn season. And this is even why people sign prenups, not just for marriage, but even for dissolving a partnership or the ending of a business, that it can be beneficial on the front end to consider 
those circumstances and those potentialities. And this is part of Capricorn's domain where Capricorn can say, okay, we love it when the going's good. We love it when we're all making money, but what happens when we're in the red? What happens when we have a big disagreement? And that's part of what this energy is also supporting is to bring about clarity for things that can be uncomfortable to discuss or look at. But when you do so from a place of maturity and from understanding that eventually everything ends, how are you going to handle it? It's also like an exit interview at a job. You know, when you're hiring somebody on the front end in the contract, it shows this is how much notice you need to give when you decide to leave this job too. So I feel these are important energies. These are Capricorn energies and it's just good to be aware of that. Whether it's coming up in your real world or not, I realize this could be quite specific and might not be something that you have in front of you right now. But Capricorn is how we handle the bigger energies in life, how we do so with maturity, with honor for self, with respect and integrity for self as well as for others. And the more ways that we can prepare or be aware of those situations, the more we can navigate through them. So with strong Capricorn energy this week, we also have the opportunity to look at your natal Saturn. Now, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Transiting Saturn is currently in Pisces, back in the very beginning degrees of Pisces. Saturn is still covering territory that it was in in 2023. So transiting Saturn in Pisces could be showing you some things from last year that you were learning, and now you're applying it differently. You're understanding more of what those Pisces energies are embodying, which is compassion, being able to let things go, being able to trust that if something is leaving, something else will come in because nature doesn't tolerate voids. So there will always be something else that comes back in. But what were you learning? What were you experiencing? And what are you seeing that you're ready to do it differently? And that's part of the Saturn in Pisces is that it can show us our own cycles, our own patterns, and what we're closing out at a karmic level where we have been unconscious about something and Saturn wants to make it conscious. Saturn wants you to see it for what it is so that you can course correct, you can learn the lesson, you can be aware of the energy, and then you can do so again with that higher understanding. So transiting Saturn in Pisces right now could be reflecting back to you or showing you some things from last year and giving you insights into what you are moving through and what you were learning. There's also the energy here of self-compassion, of being easy on yourself, that this human ride is never simple or always easy. There's always things that we're learning and moving through. And this could be a beautiful time to also let yourself off the hook and to be more kind to yourself around some things that maybe you were really beating yourself up about. So with strong Capricorn energy, as I mentioned, we also want to look at your natal Saturn because your natal Saturn is how you handle these Capricorn themes. Now, not everyone has Capricorn energies or planets in their chart. Yes, you have all 30 degrees of Capricorn in your chart, but you might not have any planets there. It might not be an energy that's active for you in this lifetime, but everybody has a natal Saturn. Your natal Saturn is representative of how you handle life responsibilities, 
of how you show up to take care of what you need to do, whether those are your commitments, those are the things that other people rely upon you for. Your natal Saturn could be in any astrology sign. So you could have Saturn in Virgo, Saturn in Libra, Saturn in Pisces, Saturn in Aquarius. That is your energy signature in this lifetime of how you also integrate the 3D world into your energy, how you experience the 3D physical world all around you, how you show up in it, what you take on, and how you're able to handle the realities of life on this planet. So Saturn is very important for how it grounds us into the physical energy fields and makes us aware of what we need to do and how much we actually can do in a day, in a week, in a month, because Saturn is also the timekeeper. It's where we need to assess what can I handle? What is on my plate that I can take forward and do well? And where do I need to say no? And these are the boundaries of Saturn. We know Saturn as the ringed planet in our solar system. And those rings represent the boundaries of our consciousness, of our reality, of our physical world, the boundaries of our energy, the boundaries of our time. So this is a powerful time to assess how you're implementing boundaries into your life and how you're honoring them, how you're doing so from a place of self-honoring. Now, Saturn also highlights in your natal chart where you could have some really big lessons, some challenges, some tough things to move through. Saturn is where we are being strengthened to stand on our own, and it's where you might not feel supported. Your natal Saturn can highlight where you have to do things on your own, learn them through trial and error, perhaps have some real serious bumps and bruises. Saturn is the principle of the school of hard knocks. And so depending on Saturn in your chart, that could be a part of your life experiences. That could be something that you've noticed as a theme. But Saturn wants you to get better. Saturn wants you to improve. He's like the track coach yelling in your ear, you can do better than this. He's the one who isn't going to make it easy, but is still going to show up for you because there's a belief that you can handle this. Saturn is how we're able to keep going when life gets hard. And if you have a strong Saturn in your chart, then there could be energies here that are just simply a part of your life experience. You haven't noticed it before. Now, what do I mean by a strong Saturn? A strong Saturn would be showing up in your chart if it is conjunct any of your other planets, especially a personal planet. So if you have Saturn conjunct Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, or Mars, that Saturn is really making a strong impression on that natal planet. Now, if you have Saturn strong, perhaps by a specific point in your chart, such as your ascendant, your midheaven, your north node, your south node, then that Saturn is a strong messenger of energy around those themes in that area of life and how you go slow. Saturn is where you go slow in life and where you often don't get the rewards or results until later in life, especially after the first Saturn return. And in astrology, it's your first Saturn return where you are actually an adult. You have reached adulthood 
when you have that first Saturn return around 28, 29 years of life. And so the Saturn energy is where we can't rush a process and we can't just hit a button and make it a reality. So Saturn shows you where you've had to learn some things, take it seriously, keep showing up and keep going. So strong Saturn in your chart also reveals your backbone, your strength in yourself, how you're able to stand on your own and continue to do so. Saturn gives you strength in self, strength in purpose, strength in boundaries. I happen to love Saturn. I have a strong Saturn in my chart by trines. Saturn trines a lot of my energies. It sextiles my Pluto. So I happen to find Saturn as one of these energies that not only gives us an understanding of what we're capable of, but you have to keep working that Saturn. Saturn is the one who wants you to stay with that gym commitment, who wants you to stay with with that business decision. Saturn wants you to stick it out for the long term. And because of this, it's also where you carefully assess, what am I saying yes to? Is that where I want my energy to go? And it's the perfect time of year to really look at that for yourself, but from a wider perspective. And by wider perspective, I mean, look at it over the past seven years, the past seven years of your life, Where have you seen that you need to implement better boundaries, that you need to work harder or stick with something? Where has that Saturn in your chart, your natal Saturn, where has your natal Saturn needed you to really take it seriously? At the same time, you could see the rewards of that Saturn. You could see how that Saturn has helped you build or accomplish or stay the course, even on those rainy days, even during the big storms of life. Saturn will help you remain on that path if it's true for you. Saturn will also cut you off. Say, nope, not this. No, you're not going this direction. And that's why Saturn can be hard to the ego. Saturn can be hard on the mind, on the ideals, on the visions, on the hopes. Saturn can cut something short because it isn't really in alignment with what you're here to master in this lifetime. And so if you have Saturn in your chart in an opposition to another planet, especially a natal planet, such as Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, those five personal planets opposing Saturn can create a real power struggle, even big authority issues, feeling like there's always someone else telling you what to do, or there's someone else who knows more, or that there's an energy outside of you that's working against you. If you have an opposition with Saturn, what you want to do is integrate it and to recognize that that Saturn is also part of you and to give it an archetypal vision, to create it into a certain form that you can see as part of yourself, part of your energy field, and to welcome that Saturn energy into that personal planet or into that oppositional force so that it's no longer creating the experiences of things always working against you. So this is where you integrate through that opposition, Saturn with that other planet's intention, that other planet's strengths, to have them find a new higher balance, a higher balance of how they can cooperate or work together. If you have a Saturn opposition in your chart, they are opposing in complementary elements. 
So that means if your Saturn is in Virgo, Virgo is an Earth sign, it's opposing a planet in Pisces. Pisces is a water sign. Earth and water work together beautifully. So where's the new synergy? Where's the new synergy that you're going to activate? And the same is true if you have, say, Saturn in Aries and a planet in Libra. Aries is a fire sign. Libra is an air sign. They also are designed to work together. So the opposition is interesting because you basically have to stand in the center point and see the best of each element and bring that together, synergize that. And that's going to help you understand more of how this Saturn wants you to stay the course and wants you to be truly aware and gives you reality checks. And those reality checks aren't fun in the opposition until you learn to honor that Saturn. Now, Saturn by square can bring about the challenges, the delays, the frustration. It can feel like you're always up against a force. Something doesn't click. Something doesn't connect. And so if you have Saturn squaring, especially a personal planet in your chart, again, personal planet, sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Saturn squaring is a slowdown and it can be directly related to unresolved karma that that planet needs to understand and work with in this lifetime. So Saturn squaring Mars is going to be a slowdown to how that Mars wants to move and operate and get things done. And Saturn is standing there saying, now remember, you didn't do this so well last time, or there's things that you need to do better. So we're going to slow it down. So that Mars wants all the green lights. And here comes the Saturn square, bringing in red lights, bringing in yellow lights. But that's a gift to that Mars to help that Mars evolve. So I see the Saturn squaring as some potentially tough lessons that bring about evolution when you're conscious of the pattern, when you're aware of what is the repeating lesson here? What am I not looking at? Where am I maybe pushing Saturn away? And Saturn is not going to disappear. Saturn's going to come back around, stand right in front of you and ask you to look at it in a new way. So again, the Saturn energy also can show you what your understanding is accessible to you, but only over time. It's only over time that we gain the wisdom and that we understand more about our true energy because of the experiences that Saturn has brought up. Now, Saturn can also be a jerk. Saturn can be a bully. Saturn can be intimidating. Saturn can be the energy of, oh, I don't know what to do with that, or that person scares me, or I'm intimidated by that person because maybe they have a lot of energy or a lot of power. Maybe it's somebody that you look up to. Maybe it's someone who doesn't come across as being approachable or very nice or friendly or whatever it might be because that Saturn energy can be stoic. It's very focused and it doesn't always want to make friends or be that warm, soft pillow on the couch. That isn't Saturn's role. But keep in mind that Saturn is where we're meant to take ourselves seriously and where others want to be taken seriously, where they want to be respected, where they want to be seen as dignified. And that could even be a pretty universal theme that everybody wants to be respected for who they are, simply just for being a human being, much less their title, their responsibility, what they do in the world. And so this would be a good time of year to assess that for yourself. Where do I want to be respected more? And how do I initiate that energy within myself first? 
How do I shore up or strengthen up that energy of personal integrity and self-respect in myself in order for others to pick it up in my vibration, in order for that to be a part of my aura or what others sense about you? Now, keep in mind that people can also come across as intimidating when you don't know them, you don't know them personally, you don't know their world, you don't know who they are at an individual level. And perhaps some of you have felt that, that you are perceived as intimidating or unapproachable. And maybe that's true at times, in which case own it, own it if that's your energy, own it if that's the truth of who you are. But keep in mind that you're only intimidating to people who aren't your equal. If someone's your energetic equal, they might be nervous, they might have butterflies, they might be anxious, but they're not intimidated. Because oftentimes people will say someone's intimidating because they don't have the confidence. It's a lack of confidence that prevents them from showing up as an equal or connecting or whatever it might be. It can also be an excuse, right? To be like, oh, that person's intimidating. And maybe that's so. That could certainly be true, but it also could be that someone doesn't have the confidence or they're not your energetic equal. But at the same time, it is still valuable to be friendly, right? To be kind, to be personable. And that could be something that the strong Saturn energy is aware of, uh, understands about themselves or understands is necessary to work on. So this has basically been a big focus on Saturn in your chart and Saturn in the collective energy fields because that's what's going on right now. Not to mention, we now have Pluto at 29 degrees of Capricorn, once again, finishing up the journey through this 10th sign of the zodiac. Pluto in Capricorn at 29 degrees is a very karmic energy. And this is where Pluto is requiring deep responsibility for your journey, for your choices. This is where Pluto in Capricorn wants you to take responsibility for what you've been learning through the Capricorn areas of your chart. And again, this reverberates out to your natal Saturn. So that's why I wanted to focus on your natal Saturn because that's what makes this Capricorn energy more personal. And it brings alive more of the lessons that you've been moving through. Now with this Pluto at the final degree, the karmic degree, the critical degree of Capricorn, it brings up bigger completions, bigger revelations, bigger disclosures, things that we need to see, things that we need to be aware of. And this is actually a point where people can clear karma or reset karma. That's important to note. Where do you need to clear karma? so that you're not taking it forward. You're ending it. You're allowing it to be something that your soul is finalizing. And that involves perhaps any of the ramifications from it, any of the consequences, anything that has played out because of it. But that Pluto knows that that's where your true power is found. Your true power is actually found in the truth of your choices, of your words, of your actions, of your behavior. And in Capricorn, it's taking that seriously. It's owning it. What do you need to own? What do you need to own that isn't about your ego, that isn't about your mind, that isn't about some idealized version of yourself? It's kind of like understanding, wow, I was a real jerk. Wow, I did not handle that well. Wow, I was not honest. I was not truthful, but I've learned from it and now I'm going to be better 
And that's the elevation that Pluto loves. So that's also why I started out the show with the fact that this is a time that you will elevate yourself and elevate your energy based on the level of responsibility you're able to take over your life. And all of us have responsibilities to take. None of us do things perfectly. None of us do things well the first time. It's very humbling, right? To be like, oh my goodness, I really messed that up. Or next time around, I would do it differently. Or I would say this instead of this. And that's our ability to also be compassionate with ourselves, to know that we're all works in progress. We're not going to do 100% all the time. We're not going to ace every test or every exam. But it's when you're able to take that level of responsibility and understand that you're capable of doing it better next time, that's when Pluto really elevates you. That's when you're stepping into that next level and the higher alignment of energies and frequencies show up to validate that. It's almost like the universe says, you're right, you could have done it better. So here's round two. Here's your next opportunity to do so and walk the talk this time. Do what you say you're going to do or really put into action what you've been learning. And that requires discomfort at times. That can be vulnerable. That can be scary. It can bring up your fears. All of Pluto's realms here because Pluto creates a rawness and that rawness is actually incredibly authentic and powerful. So if anything is coming up for you right now, let's just call it the month of January where you're understanding I could have done that better. I will do that better next time. I'm going to handle it differently. I've looked back on that. I've understood myself. I can see myself from a detached perspective. And that detachment is necessary because it's a detachment from your ego, a detachment from your mind, a detachment from even any limiting self-perceptions. And that's where you're able to truly claim the next potential, the next opening, the next opportunity to improve and do it better. And that is one of the gifts of Pluto is that once those energies have cleared out, once you have seen your role in something, your choices, again, your behavior, whatever it might be, there could be something there that you've learned from it and you do work around it. It's not easy. Pluto and Capricorn, again, there's work required that you have to dig into and understand. This is about accountability. It's where you take accountability and you do so from a place of self-love. That's a really powerful combination. And when you do that, then you're switching the energy very intensely and powerfully. And then the new experiences and the next level show up. Now, for some people, they can really struggle with this. In fact, it brings to mind uh, the current testimonies from Dr. Anthony Fauci, who had a closed door session with Congress on Monday and Tuesday, and reportedly said over 100 times that he doesn't recall and he doesn't remember what happened during the pandemic. So he said those phrases over 100 times. Now let's think back. It's less than four years ago. I'm sure most of us can remember what was going on four years ago. He doesn't remember mask mandates, lockdowns, pre-pandemic research. He just doesn't remember. He doesn't recall. And the head of the committee, the chair of the committee said, I think what I'm most surprised about is how much he doesn't recall considering the severity of this event for the world and that he was the face of the government's response to COVID. So when you're not able to take responsibility or to remember certain things, this Pluto in Capricorn gets a little tougher. 
because Pluto and Capricorn isn't here to show us mercy. It's here to show us truth. And then this is where the energies can basically double down and become more intense when the responsibility isn't acknowledged, when the truth isn't discussed, when the truth isn't revealed. So this energy of Pluto and Capricorn is working intensely with those in Capricorn positions, those who are authorities, those who are leaders, those who are officials, who are guides, who are mentors, those in higher positions are being asked to take a certain level of responsibility and to stand in the truth of actions, of choices, of who they are. And this is not just in the public realms, which is what Capricorn is about, but it could be in a personal world, your private life. It could be something that this Pluto in Capricorn is forcing you to take responsibility around. So this is going to continue to be a big theme here in January. And keep in mind that Pluto will return to 29 degrees of Capricorn, September, October, November of this year, right in time for the 2024 U.S. presidential election. So these themes will continue to persist throughout 2024. Now, one final transiting aspect to bring to your attention is on January 15th, when that sun in Capricorn sextiles Neptune and Pisces at 25 degrees. And this is where the Capricorn energies want to make something real. This again strengthens the energy of whatever you've been thinking about, tossing around in your head, dreaming about. This is where you could feel that it's ready to be tangible. You know how to do it. A plan is coming together and something is connecting. This can be a very inspired energy. This can also show you a new dream or a new way to work with your talents, your gifts, your creative spark that actually can land. So basically, this is a week of things coming together, being able to say yes and understanding a direction, an opportunity or a plan you want to move towards that finally feels like it's right on time. And that is a strength of this week, especially because, as I mentioned, Capricorn and Saturn are the energies of the timekeeper. So something is right on time. Something is meant to transpire and come together, especially after the Capricorn new moon. Now, I have a separate video for you on YouTube that goes through that chart, so be sure and check that out as I look at more of the specifics of the energy, what is coming up, and how you can work with it in a really lovely way. Oh, and I forgot to mention that during the Capricorn new moon, we also have Venus and Sagittarius trining Chiron and Aries at 15 degrees. And this is helping you with a new start of taking something further that you've been healing. And I'm saying it's a new start because it coincides with the Capricorn new moon energy. And because that Chiron in Aries is approaching a conjunction to the North Node in Aries, and that will be exact in about a month. So something is forming and it's lifting you up. It's taking you into a new experience, a new place that you're trusting. It has that fire energy of growth, action, inspiration, motivation. There's strong creation potential here. And we also have that Venus and Sagittarius still in mutual reception with Jupiter and Taurus. Mutual reception means they're in each other's rulership. And it's an odd combination because Sagittarius is a very different energy than Jupiter in Taurus. But it's a grounded dream, a grounded 
inspired adventure. It's something that maybe you've been waiting on the resources for it and the resources are showing up or coming through. It could be that you're going off in a new direction or doing something in a whole new way and it's a little bit scary. It's a little bit unnerving because you've never been here before, but there's something about it that you're also feeling is deeply rooted. It's sort of like you can be bubbling with excitement while also feeling calm inside. And I think that's part of this energy signature as well. So whatever that might be for you, whatever you're feeling or sensing, I hope it is expanding you. I hope it is also connecting you with more of what you can manifest and create for yourself in this life. Now, along the lines of adventure, I also wanted to update you on the Midnight Sun Astrology Cruise that I'm hosting in June, where we're leaving from Reykjavik, Iceland. We are stopping at two ports in Iceland before going south to Scotland, where we stop at two ports in Scotland, and then we end in Copenhagen, Denmark on June 15th. Uh, This is an astrology cruise where I'm teaching seven astrology workshops, including a Q&A session. And the workshops are geared for beginners, intermediate, and everyone. So there will be enough topics there for anyone who's interested, depending on your level of astrology knowledge. But I did want to give you a behind the scenes update here that some of the cabins have sold out and prices are going up. And that's typically what happens with these cruise lines, where as the ship fills up, the prices increase on other cabins. So basically don't wait too long if you want to join us, if you want to be a part of this bucket list experience because there will be fewer options for your cabin choice. And I just found that out last night. So that's why I wanted to mention it right now. So that those of you who have it as a potential plan, I wanted to let you know what I'm hearing so that you can plan accordingly. You can find all the details for it at midnightsuncruise.com, including more information about the ports of call, all of the astrology workshops I'll be teaching, and even more of the travel specifics. Keep in mind, we have a travel agent who's helping our group. Her name is Diane. She's fantastic. And she's available by phone or email if you have questions or things that you need information about. These are also the last few weeks where the 2024 Soul Growth Astrology Program will be on sale for only $33. So be sure and sign in again if you bought the course previously or grab it now with coupon code 2024 if you want to dive into the main astrology of this year. This is more of an intermediate level course, meaning you need to have the basics of astrology down and you need to know how transiting planets work since that's what we're looking at in combination with your chart, but we go into all the big astrology of the year, including more about Pluto in Aquarius, Sedna re-entering Gemini, the four eclipses. We look at all of the Mercury retrogrades, why Venus is a big deal in June, plus the upcoming Mars retrograde at the very end of the year. So it's a lot of information, but it's designed for you to come back and look at it throughout the year. So you come back in and say, oh yeah, what's going on for me with these eclipses that are coming up? Where is that in my chart? What is that activating? So it's designed to be something that you return to and check in on as needed. So I'll put the link below the podcast as always, and I hope that helps you understand more of what this year has in store for you as well as how to make the most of it. 
You can find all of my current courses and programs at mollymccord.online as well. And I'll be sharing more with you next week about the business development programs that I will be offering and teaching this year. As I know so many of you are ready. You are ready. You want to get it right. You want to build this up. You want to be in alignment with how to do it properly. And I'm really excited to dig into the business stuff for you as well. So have a beautiful Capricorn new moon. I hope this is a week of beautiful developments, manifestations, and creations for you. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new episode and hope you have a lovely week ahead. Take good care and I'll see you back here soon.